see what hat matters in Jacksonville? Trevor Lawrence. Doug Peterson, Trevor Lawrence last year together, but that man, Justin Herbert, is a bad man, has all the tools you need at the quarterback position. But this begs the question. Remember, last year they both made it to the playoffs, but Herbert could not get past Lawrence in that wild card round, if I'm not mistaken. And so Herbert jumped out to an early lead. Lawrence and Doug Peterson, they came marching methodically back. Joy, Trevor Lawrence, Justin Herbert, a lot of similarities between the two. Both top five picks, one being number one, one being right there behind it. But who will have a better season this season? Tick, 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 tick. Why are you looking at me like that? Look, I don't really want to answer this question, but we're here, so, so I'm going to do it. I have to do it. You know, this is what I get paid to do. Uh, I'm going to say Trevor Lawrence, but it's not because I think he is more talented or further along than Justin Herbert. One, I think that he's going to take a big step up in his third year, another year under Doug Peterson. They did match up head-to-head last year, and you just explained what happens. Now, not all of that was on Trevor Lawrence. You could get like one defensive stop, but we're not going to get into that. I think he's going to have a better year this year because of the division as well. This is all lined up for Jacksonville. I really like the addition of Calvin Ridley. I think that's going to help with their offense in, in a lot of ways. We know what Justin Herbert's capable of doing with the numbers, but I, I think it's going to be a big year for Jacksonville. I'm with you. I think Trevor Lawrence has a better year than Justin Herbert. Now, mm. it's a nuanced take. If you're only looking at gross statistics, I believe Justin Herbert will have a better year. Yeah. I think Justin Herbert will throw for more touchdowns. I think Justin Herbert will throw for more yards. But if you happen to look at that fine print, there's something called interceptions. Mm. There's something Ooh. called wins. Mm. That is where I think Trevor Lawrence will have the advantage. Mm. Justin Herbert, he will do more things gross statistically because he has Keenan Allen at wide receiver, Mike Williams at nine rec- wide receiver, and the player who TCU missed most in that game versus Colorado was number one overall pick. First round pick, Quentin Johnson, 6'5", 225. The Chargers drafted him in the first round. He is now a part of Justin Herbert's team, Justin Herbert's Calvary. So I think Herbert will do better, James, statistically, mm. gross statistics. Mm. But when it comes down to it, it's going to be Lawrence who has a better seat. You stole my notes. We got the same. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I mean, Joy, Joy, said, Joy said everything right, right? You look at division first off, right? You playing the Texans. You playing the Colts. Who else you playing in that division? Uh, nobody. Uh, <laughs> nobody, like, right? So when you, when, you look, when you look at the division, right, with the addition of Calvin Ridley, and you have Christian Curtin, you have Zay Jones, and you have Evan Ingram, and you have a running game, it's all set up for, me, for, for him to have success. So for me, yes, when you talk about Justin Herbert may have a little bit more talent than him, than him, but I don't know statistically if he's gonna have a better year mm-hmm. with who he's play, with who Trevor Lawrence is playing, Fair. with Calvin Ridley, who is a bona fide number one receiver, and I'm telling y'all he's gonna be a top five receiver in this league when this season is over, yeah, beast, right? With beast. Calvin Ridley, so I think statistically Trevor Lawrence's stats are going up, okay, and mm. they might be better than Justin Herbert's this year, right? Justin Herbert got to go through the Broncos' defense. Yeah. He got to go through the Chiefs. He got to go through the Raiders, right? It's a tougher division. They got, he got to play them dudes twice a year. So for me, I know you got Kellen Moore, but I think Trevor Lawrence is set up to be in this MVP conversation stats-wise, wins-wise, yeah. and all of it. I think he's going to have a jump you, like that. You guys got something there with the division. I can't argue that. What, what I can argue is – well, first, I'm going to answer your question. I'm going to say – um. Um, 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 Chargers. Herbert. Yeah, Herbert. 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 Yeah. Justin Herbert. Who's a better quarterback? I just want to know for you guys. Justin Herbert. I would say I'm still I'm still. I, I, I think Justin Herbert is a better quarterback right now. What you think, big guy? I'm going Justin Herbert. I think he's way better. And, and like, uh, I, way, yeah. I think he's way better. Mm. Yo, when I watch Trevor Lawrence, right, I, I think he has some talent, but 
I don't see what everybody gets like so hype about. Fair. When you really watch the Jags play, ETN's the running back, right? Yes, sir. They go through him. Yeah. Where Herbert, the offense goes through Herbert. No doubt. When we win and lose, it's because of what I do. No doubt. You know what I mean? When he had guys that was injured, the wide receivers, he had to carry that load. Mm-hmm. Where I haven't seen Trevor Lawrence do that. Ooh, turn the table. I'm just saying. What I see is they, 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 they run the ball well. Yep. And then if that doesn't work, Turn the tape on. Offense don't be that great. Watch I don't where, know. Watch where you putting this ball. I don't. Well, that's what you say. When I and I watch it. I don't know. You told me that Justin Fields is a good quarterback. So and he throws the ball well. <laughs> All I'm saying is this: when I when I watch the Jags, I do think that he will have a better year because he's with a hell of a coach. No doubt. I, I, I played with Doug Peterson, mm-hmm. right? No and I know what type of coach he is. He develops his players, and you see what he did in Philadelphia under Andy Reid. So I know what he can do. But when I look at Justin Herbert, he goes out there and gets it done by himself, right? Mm-hmm. As in he has his weapons, but they're yeah. gonna rely on him. And when they win and lose, it's done, under, uh, That's the question. I mean, well, 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 hold on. well, first of all, it's a team game. First of all, it's a team game, first of all. It is. No. I, mean, I mean, you know, well, like well, the defense can, can Well, you didn't, one, you didn't say it's a team get, game when you was talking about up. Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> <laughs> the defense can get one stop. Oh, I got, got four turnovers. All I'm saying is when I look at certain players, especially as a quarterback, like, what makes you special? Who was the quarterback they couldn't get one stop on, though? What makes you special? I'm just asking a question. You thought he had a great year? You thought he had a great I'm just asking a question. You're down by that many points. You need one stop, but they can't stop him. I'm going to answer your question. Okay. I'm not true. I'm going to answer your question. <laughs> you think he played great that game? No, obviously. He can't he play, play well enough to get it done. Okay, anyway. So I, I, I'll, I'll finish. Let me finish my tape. Yes, sir. Yes, All sir. I'm saying is this. When I look at a quarterback, what makes him special, right? For so long, since he was in Clemson, he told me how special this guy was. When I watched him, he's surrounded by all these great players. I mean, I haven't seen a bad Clemson quarterback, have you? No, nah, not in a while. Okay. So, so they all look good. Goes in the NFL, he had a rough start. That's cool, you're a rookie. Of course. He's getting better and better and better. I just don't see... When they, when they put his name out there, I don't know because he's still young and he has a lot room for growth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's with Doug Pearson. Maybe that's what it is. But when I watch Justin Herbert off the rip, I'm like, wow, he wows you. So, yeah, I, I would say that I would, I would go with Justin Herbert. I will say to, you, to your point, Herbert has not done as far as wowing me what Lawrence has not done as far as wowing me what Herbert has Absolutely. done. But, Shady, I, I, Absolutely. it's hard for me to fault Herbert because he hasn't crazy. necessarily been asked to do it's it. In crazy. the sense that it's crazy Doug you Peterson, talking about the wow at the quarterback spot now. Not to cut you off, but it's did, crazy that you're talking about the wow at the quarterback spot. Because mm-hmm. you played with a dude that don't wow you, and you'll take him over everybody. I played who? Tom Brady? Yeah. He don't wow you with his arm and throws, and, but you're taking him over everybody, Yo, though. I hope Tom ain't watching this, though. No, but I'm, I'm just <laughs> saying. I'm, this, I'm just saying, like, no, I'm let, I'm let you, wait, wait, elaborate. What, what point yeah, are you making? What, you well, what, I, what I'm saying is, is he don't win more than, more than uh, Trevor Lawrence, right? Trevor Lawrence beat him in the playoffs, right? You get, you get what I'm saying, right? So he's going and saying, when I watch Justin Herbert, it's the wow factor that I'm like, well, I'm, ta- I'm taking him, right? But the greatest quarterback of all time didn't wow you. But, but he won, and you've taken him wow. over everybody. I guess, I guess when, oh. when you're talking about Tom, there's outlier, right? There's outlier. <laughs> I, if you're, I, I do understand what you're saying in regards to do Herbert. You? Yeah, in regards to because Herbert, when you turn on a tape, Herbert does things that most other quarterbacks just don't do. Can't most do. other quarterbacks, they can't, just they can't, can't do. do. But it's because when Doug Peterson is scheming you up, I'm not going to be mad if Doug Peterson has schemed up the screen to go the distance. Okay. I don't, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry, real quick, Joy. See, I was about to get there. We watched a lot of games where some of his best games, and I've seen like six, seven screens. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. dang, like, are we serious right now? Man. So we sitting here saying that Justin Herbert don't check this thing down to Austin Eckler? He absolutely does. He absolutely does. And screens to Austin Eckler? Okay. 
All I'm saying is I think that Trevor Lawrence is going to take a step up next year. I can't get with you on the Tom Brady thing because I don't, I don't, we don't compare anybody to Tom Brady. He's, he sounds he's over there. It's a rule no, show. He's like, it's a, yeah, he's it's over like there. Speak. Yeah. 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 I, I hear what y'all saying. That's the rule. Yeah, we don't compare anybody to Tom Brady. It's the wild factor, he said. <laughs> <laughs> he, got, he, got seven, he got seven wild it's, factors. It's just the wild factor. He ran out of fingers hey. to put the, the wild Joe factor. Joe Montana said he won Dan Marino because the wild factor. He ain't better than Tom. Okay. Hold on. We're getting crazy. Yes. This is only Monday. <laughs> it was, it's Tom Brady. I'm saying Justin Herbert is further along in his NFL career. No We've doubt. seen more of him. He, we, saw, we saw the wow factor right away. Wow factor is great. We love that. It's very special. It only matters if you win in the postseason once you no. get to a certain point, which is where Justin Herbert is now. Trevor Lawrence has the edge on him, whether he's as wow as him or not. How you finish the game, there is no asterisk that said that Justin Herbert looked wow, better man. while throwing the ball. He finished the game. He got the win. I think this year he's going to take a significant step up, and we will be able to see that right. wow factor from him that we saw at Clemson because he's matured in his NFL career. He has the confidence of a, a playoff win. He has the adversity of how that game went as well. That builds in you, as particularly as a quarterback. Justin Herbert's still great, and nobody's Tom Brady. When is the Wow Factor podcast released? You know I'd like to do this with players. If you switch them, right? If you put Herbert with, with Doug Peterson and that team, like, I think, I think they'd be a lot, lot better. But, but Trav still has success, though. Trav is a good quarterback. He's good. Right? Hey, college football fans, Joel Klatt here. We are bringing you the best college football analysis every week. Any questions? Then send them into the Joel Klatt Show mailbag. Follow the Joel Klatt Show on the Fox Sports app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, family. It is time for a pick six. We are just a couple days away from the start of the NFL season. So what coaches have the most pressure this season? Which coaches? Maybe yours favorite coach is on the hot seat. I'm going to give you the six of them starting at number six. Surprise, surprise. Bill Belichick has to enter his name on a list. Now look, Bill Belichick without Tom Brady is starting to become incredibly scrutinized. He's a 500 coach. Literally, without Tom Brady, Bill Belichick is average at best. If he does not win again this season, this seat has to be scolding for him at number five. Dan Campbell. We're going to see him in two days. Literally 48 hours, we'll see Dan Campbell's Detroit Lions take on the Chiefs. We keep saying how the Lions are ascending, descending, ascending. It's year three, Dan Campbell. What you going to do in that third year? Everybody's watching at number four. Friend of mine. Good coach. But Brandon Staley, they're not getting rid of Justin Herbert. So it will be you if the season does not go as planned. I hope it does. I think it will. But if it doesn't. You already fired the OC last year and brought a new OC in, Kellen Moore. You can't fire nobody else except yourself. At number three, Saints head coach is just flying under the radar. Dennis Allen, nobody's talking about him. See, we're all talking about Sean Payton, Sean Payton, Sean Payton. He don't coach the Saints no more. Dennis Allen, what you gonna do? At number two, Todd Bowles. I'm happy for Todd Bowles. I think he's one of the greatest defensive minds in the game of football. But as a head coach, he hasn't proven anything. With the Jets, didn't prove much. With the Bucks last year, Tom Brady and them got smacked around and blown out. Todd Bowles, you got to get it right. And Baker Mayfield, he's at quarterback. Lot of pressure at number one. I don't think this man makes it through the season. I think this man gets fired before week 10. Ron Rivera, whole lot of pressure. 
They coached Eric, Eric Bieniemy got hired as coach as offensive coordinator. Sam Howell's your quarterback. What is Ron Rivera going to do? There has been chaos in Washington for years. And Ron Rivera, can you put the chaos to an end? Because if not, I think your coaching career in Washington, it might come to an end. Y'all saw my list. Joy, you saw my coaches on the hot seat. But what coach, which head coach in your mind is on the hottest seat? I, my guy's not even on your list. I think it's Robert Sala. Ooh. Talk to us. He's, he's won 11 games in mm. the league. Mm. All those guys have something going on. Mm-hmm. Mm. Something. Robert Sala's won 11 games. He's 11 and 23 in the National Football League. If this goes poorly, which we have seen is an absolute possibility, mm-hmm. we didn't think it was possible, and then Denver happens, Oof. and I'm not saying, I'm not speaking this on you, Jets, but it is, we've seen it. We saw it last year. If that were to happen in New York, how does he survive that? You've got Aaron Rodgers, you've got Dalvin Cook, you've got a top five defense last year, you brought in all these extra pieces, you got Offensive Rookie of the Year, all the pressure, historical and dream season and Super Bowl expectations, yeah. taking over the East. Yeah, to me, he has the most pressure because he has the most to work with. I can make an argument for any of these guys that, you know, maybe they get – I mean, I don't think Bill Belichick's going anywhere, to be honest with you. I I think if Dan Campbell has – even another year like last year, they will keep him there. Brandon Staley is interesting, and certainly Ron Rivera. I don't think it's really Ron's fault. There's a lot Mm -hmm, happening in Washington always, but – and I hear you on Todd Bowles. But, yeah, to me, it's Robert Sully. He has the most going on. I'm just glad one of the greatest coaches of all time wasn't on your list and Coach Mike McCarthy. So I'm cool <laughs> with it. <laughs> but for me, uh, it's Kevin Stefanski, mm-hmm. Cleveland Browns. Yeah. One winning season in three seasons, right? Joy always touches on it. 230 M's guaranteed at your quarterback spot, right? Know. The best you have finished in the division is third, right? You are really 0-2 in the playoffs because the playoff game you did when you was at the crib. Don't do that to him. He was at the crib sick. But for me, this is a really good football team Mm -hmm. built the right way. You got Nick Chubb. You can run the ball. You got Amari Cooper. You got 230 M's at the quarterback spot. Playmakers around him. Elijah Moore. You can keep on going. Right? Najoku, defense. You go over there. You bring in Zadarius Smith. You already got Miles Garrett. Like, the defense is built to, to stop people as well. So, he has everything he went to really go compete for a Super Bowl. I think if he doesn't get it done and he doesn't make the playoffs and he finishes third again, I think Stephen Kofansky can be out of there. I mean, you had one of the greatest coaches of all time at number six. <laughs> Why wasn't he at number one? I'm going with Bill Belichick. Listen, and, and it might it might seem odd or, or weird that they put him on a hot seat, but let's really talk about it for a second. You said it. Without Tom Brady, he's basically 500. Yep. That's average, mm. right? And don't forget the years he played with the, with the, the Browns. Mm. Five seasons only had one, one winning season. When you really break down the layer of, of who Bill Belichick is, aside from Tom Brady, average coach. Mm-hmm. It's the truth. I don't see no development with the players. I don't see no growth. Mac Jones, his rookie year, I thought he would be excellent. You're right. Wow. <clears throat> they did it again, man. They got some similar type of quarterback like, like Tom Brady. And sure enough, boom, he hits rock bottom again. Now they go from being the top of the charts in the AFC East, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. To now at the bottom. Think about it, though. The, the, the Patriots are at the bottom of the division. So as much as we want to talk about all these other coaches, mm. and I guess they don't want to look at Bill Belichick because of his resume. But the resume without Tom Brady, it looks scary. And the last part is, he's 71. Mm-hmm. Eventually, it's going to, hey, look, man, hey, th- thanks for everything. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. But it's time to go. I mean, we see so many great coaches be fired. 
I think Andy Reid is probably the best coach of all time, in my, in my opinion. They fired him for Chip Kelly, mm-hmm. right? Uh, um, um, I can name a couple guys um, from the Colts. Tony Dungy. Mm. Ooh, you get nice. what I'm saying? So right. we've seen guys or good coaches that were greats yep. get fired. Tom Landry's another one I'm thinking about. It's off the top. So, listen, I hate to say it, but Bill, yeah. it may be time, And bro. sometimes it, it ain't really time. about what you can do as a coach. Sometimes you just need change. Yeah. You just you need, just need change. I listen, I, 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 love, I, I love a little Hennessy sometimes here and there. Mm-hmm. But every once in a while, I might, while I might grab a little bit of that tequila Ooh. and need a little switch up. Mm. And it might be time for Patriots. Switch it up. So it's Bill Belichick. <laughs> Hennessy or is Bill Belichick? Uh, oh, he Hennessy right now. He, he tried to switch it up. Hold on, he's not. He's not. He's not. He on, he on uh, like some, like, I don't know. Well, I don't know. Scotch, probably. It is like sad to drink Hennessy yeah, and switch it up. You try to get him switched up to tequila. Pink, Vomos, um, Vamos, something like that. I don't know. They hire an average, I don't want to go down the road. They hire or fire an average of seven coaches per year. Yeah. Now, I don't, I'm with you. I don't agree with all of the firing sometimes, and we know that there's a coaching carousel. A lot of them will end up moving to another space or take a year off, mm-hmm. McCarthy, Peterson, and end up somewhere else. And those are guys that have been, you know, yeah. have left, mm-hmm. and they've, yeah. had, they've won Super Bowls. So I, I don't know what it's going to look like at the end of the year. I have a really hard time imagining Bill Belichick leaving. I, I know that what, it's What if they make it like not – Firing, but hey, you know. No, I think I give, me, give, me, give me somewhere up, upstairs, uh, the front office. I think like that. that is what will happen. Right. Like it's going to be a mutual thing, and I actually think that's the right thing to do. Even yeah. if he's not doing the best job right now, which I, I don't believe I'm with you, I don't think that he is. He's not. We're not even talking about the Patriots in this division. I assume they're going to steal a game here and mess up somebody's standings because it's Bill Belichick, and that's what he's capable of. But no of playoffs, doing. though, right? But I don't think they make the playoffs, and, and to be talking about the Patriots to have that much of a fall from grace. It, it's, That's what I'm it's, it's tough to make that argument, but I do think that because of his resume, yep. that you have to just you have to. You have to be kind with. Be, I would be kind. I would be kind with it. But if she, it ends up happening, she's right. Yeah. But equity aside, right? Like if you're just looking at Bill Belichick, I say this coach. Who he no, is, no rings, yeah. But yeah, you, can't, just you can't equity aside though. Yeah, sure. Especially if he's still in that building. Like you, you can't. The only thing is, you. I don't think you can equity aside like recently. But Bill Belichick has now given us 12, 24, 36 months without Tom Brady. And we've seen 7 and 9, 8 and 9, mm. and 10 and 7. Mm. So it's like, I feel you. You can't, in general, equity aside. But there does come a point in a relationship, romantic or otherwise, where it's like, hey, I appreciate what you did for me back in the early 2000s. Mm. Yeah, our honeymoon was great. Yeah. yeah, the first five years of the marriage were phenomenal. But, like, it's been three terrible years now. No, 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 no. What I do wrong? They didn't have, like, a good marriage. They didn't have a good marriage. It was historic. They had, like, a historic marriage. They had, like, a marriage. It's like, here's the book on marriage. Page one. This was the marriage. It ended, but this is, like, if you could achieve this with a divorce. Yeah. Like this is the best case scenario yeah. for you. But but for coaches like this, it has to be really bad. Like we talking ten wins, we talking nine wins, seven. seven. Yeah. Like it need to be four. Like oh, they might get the first pick. Like it, <laughs> it need to be like that with Bill. So now the organization or the owner is like, right. all right, now you know what I'm saying. It's, it's, but but that, for Bill, if he wants to coach, that's how it's gonna have to look. You, you know what's funny about the Patriots though? When they had Tom Brady, I remember everybody saying, man, they managed their money so well because at the time. They weren't paying everybody like that, yeah. right? Some guys had a paying. lot of good players out of the building, too. A lot of great players out the building. Um, um, guys that were free agents, they were letting them play. Like, damn, he's he starting over there? Yeah. All that, though, all the underdogs. Soon, time leave, I start paying these dudes. Uh-huh. Think about these guys they paid yep. on the defense. They spent the most money. You see what I'm saying? So it's like, yo, like, 
at one point in time, we were looking at this team like, man, this is the ideal way to build yeah, your it's team. It's a standard. It's a standard. Now, w- when Tom leaves, oh, that's who y'all. Oh, that's who y'all really are. Yeah, oh, he, okay. He covered up a lot and, of and, stuff. And, and yeah. quick, when I play in that division, we always say this. I mean, this is weird, but Rex Ryan used to get in the hot tub with us at the practice. He's the only coach ever did that. Anyway, <laughs> and he would say, you know what? They always talk about how good Phil is. We said, man, if Tom Brady's not there, He's like every other coach. He's like every other team. Yeah. And damn it, he was right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I nothing to follow that up well, with. Well, <laughs> Everyone knows that when you want every score, the best highlights, and the biggest stories from the sports world, you go to foxsports.com. But did you know all of your favorites from Fox Sports can come to you? Announcing your Fox Sports Daily. Fox Sports' all-new, customized daily newsletter delivering the top sports news and videos you care about every day. All you need to do is sign up on foxsports.com or on the Fox Sports app. And then just follow your favorite teams, athletes, and leagues to get only the news you want. The more favorites you add, the more personalized your Fox Sports Daily will be. So sign up today on foxsports.com or on the Fox Sports app and stay updated on the sports stories that matter to you. It's time for a pick six, y'all. Okay, look, the start of the NFL season, it is tomorrow, and I am constantly thinking about this truth. You do not get a second chance at a first impression. So what six players need to make the best first impression at the start of the NFL season? Let's go down the list. At number six, Jameer Gibbs. You might not know his name, but you should. See, the Detroit Lions, they reached when they drafted him in the first round, number 12 overall. Number 12 overall, Jameer Gibbs? Some people thought he wouldn't go till the second round. I need to see just how capable this young, talented running back out of Alabama is. The Lions had DeAndre Swift. They said, you know what? We're good. We'll move off of DeAndre Swift, and we'll use a first-round pick on a running back. It's time to put up a shut-up. At number five, a name that needs no introduction. Really, he can go by the initials OBJ. $18 million the Baltimore Ravens have committed to Odell Beckham. The market said he was worth four to seven, but they gave him 18. Okay, Odell, new offensive coordinator, new offense, new quarterback, new team. What you gonna do? First impression. At number four, Justin Fields. It's a put up or shut up year for Justin Fields. He can get paid roughly $180, $200 million after this year. Or some people are going to wonder, should they pick up his fifth year option? First impression, Justin Fields. At number three, Deshaun Watson. Yo, when you get $230 million guaranteed, you got to show us something. Last year, Mulligan, we'll give you that. You missed the majority of the season. This year, there is no grace for Deshaun Watson because there is no lacking in his bank account. At number two, Aaron Rodgers. I mean, I don't even need to say anything about Aaron Rodgers. Y'all know better than I do just how much he needs to show up in week one versus the Buffalo Bills against Josh Allen. Interdivisional rivalry with all eyes on Rodgers. But at number one, We just spent a plethora of time talking about the dude, Russell Wilson. Sean Payton has already said he don't necessarily like your style, like your vibes. But if he likes your play, he'll forget about the rest of it. Heading back to the desk, Joy Taylor. A lot of first impressions will be made. I'm excited to see Kenny Pickett. I'm excited for you to see Kenny Pickett. But I'm more excited to hear your answer. Which player needs to make the greatest first impression this weekend? I think this is one of your best lists. I'll tell you. Mm. Pretty good. Uh, I have to go with Justin Fields, though. Justin Fields. I'm going to go with Justin Fields because he won week one last year. Then he lost to the Packers. They're playing Packers week one this year. They kept him and moved off of that number one pick. They could have had Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud. They could have done the Arizona Cardinal things and said, you know what? No, thank you. We're going to draft 
another quarterback. Mm-hmm. And they didn't. They stuck with him, put a lot of talent around him, and said that he's our guy. Now, I think he's the future there, and I think he's going to take a step up this year. But a couple of those guys have already have cemented their legacies in the league, and they have their rings, and they have their money. He has to be good this year if he's going to remain the starting quarterback for the Chicago Bears. 2-5, where you at, big dog? Who needs to make the greatest first impression? I, I had Deshaun Watson, mm. and I, it was a tie with him and uh, Brock Purdy, right? So go one. I, I can't pick between the two, so I'm just going to talk about both of them if I have time. I think Brock Purdy, is a, he did a hell of a job as a rookie. Mm-hmm. Like, phenomenal job. But now... I think the Niners look at him like, okay, we have everything we need, right? right. We just signed our, our, our best player, Bosa. We have a great defense, a lot of good pieces on offense. Only he's a quarterback. We ship out one, our first-round draft pick we trade on draft picks for. We ship them out, Trey Lance, to the Cowboys. And we go and get um, Sam Darnold as a backup. All they're missing is, is the quarterback. Yeah. Will Brock be the quarterback that we think he is, and he'll get better and better and better? Or with an injury and not have the time to develop and work on the offseason affect him? And then the other one is Deshaun Watson. Talk now, listen, man, I'm a big fan of Deshaun Watson for so many years from Clemson all the way to the Texans. But now with the Browns, bruh, I got to see it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One thing about me, I keep it authentic and I keep it real. And I, I love his game, but it's time for us to see it. We got all that money, $230 million guaranteed. Yeah. That's cash. Ching, ching, ching. <laughs> we need some production. Yeah. And I think that the, 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 the Browns have a really, really good team, really, really good roster. All they need is a quarterback. I feel like they have one. We'll see. Man, this was simple for me, man. Once they uh, called me and said, this is the topic. It's Lamar Action Jackson. You talking mm. about they brought in a coach for you. They brought in first-round picks for you. They paid Odell more than anybody, even $4 million, and they gave him 18 Like, they changed everything for you. Oh, and they paid you the money. You talk about first impression? He has to go out here strictly because we all think this thing is going to look different. It ain't jumbo formation we handed it off, right. right? We want to see you spin this ball over the yard to Zay, to O, to Rashad Bateman, to Mark Andrews. We want to see you look like you're at Louisville. And you play the Houston Texans. Yeah. So it ain't no better platform than you to go out here and say, here we come and this is how we're going to look. I'm waiting to see this one right here. Aaron Rodgers wasn't a name that came out of any of you all as you, as you prepared this take. Does Aaron Rodgers need to make a first impression to y'all? He was number two on my list. Obviously, he has the Buffalo Bills to start the season. Yeah. That's a divisional, divisional game. game. That's right. Big-time matchup. The Jets beat the Bills last year without Aaron Rodgers. They also lost to the Bills last year without Aaron Rodgers. So, Joy, does Rodgers need to make an impression to you, or is it kind of like, yo, they're playing the Bills? In the first game, nah, I mean, we know we, we're going to make excuses for Aaron Rodgers. We ain't going to, we're going to give him a nice, cushy, he is for sure, cushy little runway, just bounce, just bounce on in. Man. No, I just, that, that's why I wouldn't say Aaron Rodgers, because he has his money. And it, honestly, no matter how bad it is in New York, he a first ballot Hall of Famer, four-time MVP, Super Bowl winner. Like, it, it has to be really, really bad for it to be a knock on his legacy. I, I think they're going to make the playoffs and they'll be good this year, but the, the hyper-focus for week one is, to me, the guy, Brock Purdy was my, my backup, Justin Fields, Russell Wilson, like guys that we are extremely unsure what they're going to look like and really don't have a, a, a big runway to get things adjusted. Hell no. Nah. I ain't let you go up like that, Joey. No, 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 no. What happened? Ain't no way in the world we're going to talk about Aaron Rodgers being this Hall of Fame quarterback. The, the Jets got this great defense. All they need is a quarterback. That's all they need. Mm-hmm. They go out there and they get, they get Dalvin Cook. 
Right in the backfield with, 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 uh, with, with Brees. Come on now. They got a team now. Yeah. He bring all his homies all from, from, from the, uh, the all, Packers. That was, they just okay. Yeah, they just yeah. And you all, pay, all the homies. All the homies, and they pay him and everything. So we can't act like we, we need to see something for Aaron Rodgers the first game. Oh, we need to see sure. that. But I'm saying if Aaron so, Rodgers some. is, if Aaron Rodgers is <laughs> all the homies? okay, uh, of the guys that we listed, who, what's the biggest panic alarm if they're just okay? Like, Russ, he, Russ. Came, he, he came in there talking about the, the trophies. He playing that little game. I'm like, look at Aaron showing off. Mm. He's showing his little tail off in New York. <laughs> oh, man, that, that, <laughs> that lonely trophy look lonely. Yeah. Cool, we'll bring us another one. So I'm not saying y'all go out there and throw for 500 yards. I'm not saying that. But he got to show me something, though. I, 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 Come on. I agree with you, Shady, and I, th I think this is different in his case, though. He in the dream world he no, keeps no. talking about. <laughs> I think this is different in his case. We want Justin Fields to go out there and we want him to look better throwing the ball, look like he got command of the right. offense, mm -hmm. look right, the right, right way, right? We want to see Deshaun uh, Watson, hey, yeah. you know, you last year's gone, Mulligan, <laughs> yep. coming here, look the right way. Right. Aaron has to get a W. Mm -hmm. Ooh. Are they, are they home or what? We, 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 we would not be surprised, and I know Patty Mahomes over there, and we Buffalo. put Patty Mahomes up there, but we wouldn't be surprised if... Patty Mahomes met Josh Allen in the playoffs, and Josh came out with a dub, right. and this ended up being the AFC championship. Mm. We, we wouldn't be surprised. Right. It'd be a really good football game. They brought you over here, AR8, to win football games like this. Division opener week one against a really good football team that could be up At there home. in the playoff contention. But here's my, you have to get a W. Here's my thought, though. Joy brought up a good point. Let me try to put it in, uh, in, in more human terms. Have any of y'all ever, we've all have, you've been at home, you've been injured. Right, maybe your neck hurt, cricking your neck, you slept a little weird, you slept a little differently. About three days later, you, oh, you think it's gone, you're feeling good. But then you wake up on that fourth day and you feel it again, and you're like, oh, no, I can't deal with this again. Which quarterback is going to give you that? Ooh. Because Aaron Rodgers, I don't think, will give you that. Aaron Rodgers, if he has a bad first game, you're not going to be like, oh, no, here it goes again. But Russell Wilson, yeah. if he goes out, no touchdowns, two picks, yeah, we might all just freak about, we're out. We're talking about first impressions. Yes. Yeah. Like, Justin Fields, if he goes out there and throws for 120 passing yards, like, we might be like, oh, another year of this. Just, Whereas, I don't know if we do that's, that. That's with Rodgers. Yeah, I was going to say, I that's, pretty say good. that's pretty good for him. Like, I mean, you know, you know, I gamble, and, like, they have, like, the um, over and under. And it'd be like 110 yards to be over or under that. So that's like kind of in the, you know what I mean? I get what you're saying. Not to cut you off, but I'm just saying. 124 is pretty good. Point, that, that is the point that I'm trying to make that you made more eloquently. Yeah. How, like, what, what is the first impression going to be? What are we going to say initially after the game? If Aaron Rodgers is average, it's not going to be a panic. We're going yeah. to talk about it. Yeah. It's not going to be a panic. If Russ isn't good, yeah, if Justin I guess, Fields yeah, isn't good, yeah, yeah. if Deshaun Watson isn't good, if Brock Purdy isn't Deshaun good. If Deshaun isn't good. Yeah. If Deshaun is bad again. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. If Deshaun but, but, is hold bad again. I get what y'all saying, but if Aaron Rodgers goes out there and this, let's say he's average, mm -hmm. right? He's going to get way more hype and talked about yeah. than any other quarterback. Well, for sure. Think about it, though. Yeah, yeah. The first thing you say, yeah, we got to talk about Aaron Rodgers. The first thing you going to say. <laughs> yeah. But Aaron I, wasn't great last year. Yeah. Yeah, this, yeah. yeah but it's, oh, to it's, me, it's different. To me. You first of all, you was playing all these rookie core, receivers, uh, receivers yeah. that from little, these little colleges that nobody talks about. Now you in the Big Apple. Now you in New York. This is where you want to be. You know what? I don't want to be in Green Bay no more. I want to go, I want to, go to New York Jets. Okay, I agree with you. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying what everyone else is going to do. Hard Hard knocks. So I, don't, I, didn't, I, didn't know, I didn't know how much hard knocks played a role in, like, bigging up the, the, the year. Yes. Yeah. Come See, on, Acho, now. I opened up a whole can of worms. What do you open if up? you go on flip it like that, then the pressure are, it got to be on Dak Prescott. Ooh. If he goes out here. Oh, let me spin it around. First impressions. <laughs> 
and mess around and throw a couple picks? Oh. Ooh, now, now we opening up something totally different now when you're talking about first. New offense. Now you cook, you cooking now. Mike calling the plays. Yeah. Right? New offense, and you throw a couple picks off of what happened last year? Yeah. Then they get Jerry Jones and Mike after the game? Oh. <laughs> James, you cooking today, James. That's a good one. Cowboys, Giants, Ooh. week one. Ooh. Sunday night football. Ooh. Yo, when you start making high pitch noises, you know the conversation good. <laughs> Harper hits one in the air, left back, it goes! MLB playoffs are near, and you know what that means, Alex? Yep. Flippin' Bats will be staying up late and having all the fun. From breaking down the most important stories and games, nobody's done what he's doing. Nobody. Not even Babe Ruth. To interviewing baseball's biggest stars. I felt like I was pitching more stress. I was trying to be so perfect. No one covers America's pastime like us. So as we sprint towards this year's World Series on Fox, please make sure to listen, follow, and subscribe to Flippin' Bats with Ben Verlander and me. Alex Curry. Baseball is fun, and so are we. We're going to have fun, dang it. We'll talk to you soon. All right, family, it is time for a pick six. Now, look, there are a lot of big-time games this weekend, but I'm going to pick the six locks, meaning the six teams that I guarantee will win in week one. Now, the first one might be the most interesting, the Ravens versus the Texans. Lamar Jackson, he got to be a lock. He's got to be a lock. I mean, C.J. Stroud is the quarterback for the Texans, and he has the least experience of any rookie in the preseason. He played the least amount of action of all the rookie quarterbacks. So that's a lock for the Ravens. Now get this one. Up next, you got the Jags, and you got the Colts. Again, rookie quarterbacks, I'm betting against them in week one. Give me Trevor Lawrence and the Jags. They'll go ahead and put their foot on the Colts' neck and get it done. After that... Eagles, Patriots. Now, the Eagles offense scored 25 points or more 10 times last season. The Patriots offense scored 25 points or less 11 times. Deciding factor, Eagles offense. Eagles win. It's a lot. Commanders, Cardinals. Come on now. The Cardinals have to lose. No, no, seriously. They, they have to lose. They're trying to tank. They want the number one overall pick. Lock, Commanders. That's done. Seahawks, Rams. Cooper Cup, hamstring out. The rest of the receiving core has one 500-yard season combined. And Matthew Stafford can't even get along with the Young Bucks. His, well, his wife's words, not mine. Seahawks, get it done. Lock. Cowboys, Giants. Dak Prescott, he has beat the Giants 10 consecutive games. Wow. He has not lost to the Giants since 2016, his rookie year. Cowboys over the Giants. Lock. Mm. To the desk. Ooh. Two five. Cowboys. That's a good number with Dak. I didn't know that. Ten straight. Bro. Wow. Ain't lost since 2016. They just got to watch the tape against the other teams that throw the picks too. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, Shane, let me ask you this. A lot of games this weekend, some more meaningful than others, but what's the most important game of the week for you? It's got to be the AFC East. It's got to be the Jets versus them Bills. Ooh. Listen, Hard Knocks done did the hard work already. They done hyped it up. <laughs> Right, you get the Hall of Famer coming in to the Big Apple, right? Play with the Jets. You go out there and get Dalvin Cook, running back. You got Sauce Gardner, you got Gary Wilson. Hey, they didn't hype it up already. Mm. Now you look at the, the, the Bills. Are oh, the Bills, are they over the hill already? Mm -hmm. Oh my God, they've been good for so many years. Now they're not. Is Josh Allen going to win the MVP? Is he not? I don't know. So I think this is a big game. I think Coach Salah said that he wants to take over the AFC. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He said that? 
That's fighting words. Those are fighting words. <laughs> so I got to say, that's the biggest game, biggest matchup in week one. Shady, most important thing in that game, is it Josh Allen? Is it Aaron Rodgers? Is it Robert Sala? Is it Sean McDermott? It's A-Rod. Mm. They said they get A-Rod, they're going to win a championship. Mm. They said they get A-Rod, it's, it's a different team. Well, they well. said they get a quarterback, it's a different team. There it is. Well, you got him. Uh. And, he, and you got a really, really good one. So we're going to see. A-Rod told the world that, hey, listen, I'm in a dream. I'm in my dream. He, right? he said right? that. I got to pitch myself sometimes. He said that. He said I got to pitch yourself sometimes. Think about that. Oh, it's a lot. It's real. So all I'm saying is this. You got the quarterback you need as the head coach. You got your defense. It's either put up or shut up. Ooh. And if they don't put up, oh, my God, I'm going to make sure they shut up. Uh, <laughs> yes, very sir. well said. Oh, one week, you're going to make sure they shut up. Huh? I love okay. Shady coming over to my okay. side. It took a long time. It took I'm a long offseason. We're here now. I got to go with Bengals-Browns. I hear you, and that, that, that game is big. But to me, this division is going to be closer than the AFC East. It's going to come down to the wire. So this game in game one is going to affect the playoff picture for this division at the end of the season. So there are some games this, this week one where we're like, okay, it's not the end of the world if they lose. It's going to be serious for whoever loses this. They're, they're behind in the division. We don't know what Joe Burrow's going to look like. He's saying he's healthy. I'm going to take his word for it. But they, they started out slow last year, and it affected them at the end of the season. Yeah. Deshaun Watson, pressure's on, no more excuses, sure. $230 million, you got a whole offseason, nice mm. and quiet, go out here and deliver. So there's a lot to watch in this game, but it's also very important for whoever gets this game in this division. AFC North, which I think is the best division in football, I think it will be what we thought the AFC West was going to be last year. Yeah, we all go in division games, and I'm sticking with one that was on Acho's list, and that's Cowboys-Giants. It's so many storylines when we're talking this, right? We're talking new offensive coordinator slash head coach yep. calling the plays, right? Quarterback struggled last year, missed five games, still led the league in interceptions, right? We want to see that. Then we all believe in Dayball and the Giants, right? You sign your quarterback to big-time money, right? You find a way to get Saquon Barkley in there. You're not surprising nobody no more. Ain't nobody sleeping on you no more. How is this going to look now that you know that you finna get everybody's best shot out there in New York? So I'm looking at this game because is the Giants a really good football team or was that a fluke last year, mm. right? Can Mike McCarthy get this offense off to the right start with Dak Prescott and get this thing rolling? And the Cowboys look like the Super Bowl contender. A lot of people believe that they are with this roster. It's a lot of question marks. And on top of that, it's in the division. I want to go through each of you all's matchups one by one and ask you all which quarterback in your mind has more pressure. James, we'll start with you. Man. Dak Prescott, Daniel Jones. For context, Daniel Jones signed a two-year, $80-plus million deal in this offseason. Dak Prescott led the league in interceptions, though he missed five games last year. Both of these quarterbacks have an enormous amount of pressure. Daniel Jones, Dak Prescott, who has more pressure? Uh, very simple. Dak Prescott. We are, last time I checked, I don't think it's nobody picking the Giants to go to the Super Bowl, right? If they get to the playoffs and win a playoff game, cool, good job, Daniel Jones. With this roster that Dak Prescott has... With the money that Dak Prescott has, with Dak Prescott showing us he's capable of getting his team to 12 win seasons back-to-back into the playoff, and you leading the league in interceptions last year, he has to play well, right? Everybody believes that he's the piece that's holding the Cowboys back. He has to play well. All the pressure is on Dak Prescott to go out here and play well and get this dub. And find a way to win, man. Joe Burrow, Deshaun Watson. Now, Deshaun Watson, $230 million fully guaranteed. 
by the time Joe Burrow signs his deal, uh, there is a chance that is. Joe Burrow will not just exceed that deal in average annual value, but given how quiet it has been and how long it has taken, there is a chance that Joe Burrow could monetarily supersede Deshaun Watson's fully guaranteed $230 million deal. I wouldn't put it past Joe Burrow. Burrow, Watson, That's more pressure. I might put it past the Bengals, but <laughs> <laughs> yes, that could happen. But Joe Burrow took the Bengals to the Super Bowl and took the Bengals to an AFC championship game. Deshaun Watson, we haven't seen anything in Cleveland yet. We haven't seen anything really from him in almost two, over years. two years. Yeah. And even then, they weren't really winning games. So all the pressure is on Deshaun Watson. Even the, the, the $230 million aside, which is obviously the most guaranteed money for that position and in the league, they brought you in here to do something. You ha they had a quarterback that, was w that won a playoff game. They had somebody they took number one overall. They had their franchise guy, and they moved off of him for you. We've seen what he's capable of being when he can play at his best. We know what Joe Burrow is right now. We don't have any questions about it. We don't know what Deshaun Watson's able to do with the Cleveland Browns, who for whatever reason find a way to mess it up. Every different kind of just, just be remixing mess-ups every single year. So it's absolutely on Deshaun Watson this season, and between these two, it's not even a question. Shady, maybe the most intriguing of them all, we're all awaiting the game Monday night. Aaron Rodgers, Josh Allen, reminder America, 2021, Aaron Rodgers won the league MVP. Josh Allen was the runner-up for league MVP in that season. Two of the top quarterbacks in all of football, Bills, Jets. Ooh. More pressure, Rodgers, Allen. Mm. You see Hard Knocks. Uh, I did. Uh, it got to be Rodgers. Um, I just think that he's the more accomplished quarterback. Yep. I think that he's uh, surely talked about the most out of any other player in the league. He's been talked about a lot. When you bring yourself to New York and with the resume he has, and they say the only thing we need is a quarterback, they didn't go out there and get like a, a bridge quarterback. They went and got a, a Hall of Famer. So it got to be on Aaron Rodgers. The cool thing about this is I remember when Josh Allen was a rookie, and we're in Buffalo, and um, he would do all the Aaron Rodgers, like, throws, you know, how he does a little flick and everything. <laughs> and I would joke, I'm like, man, you're not Aaron Rodgers. So it's cool to see them guys head-to-head -head in, um, in the same division. It's a division game, so I think most of the pressure is on Aaron Rodgers. Do you think the Jets need this game more than the Bills? Do the Jets need to make a huge um, statement, or and, do the Bills need to show they're still for real? No, no, no. They're at home. The Jets are at home. I think this is a statement game. Like, hey, man, the anticipation for this game is big, right? Every Jets fan for the last 100 years. They're excited about this. Mm -hmm. Even we are. Like, I'm excited to see, are the Jets really a good team? No question. Were they really missing a quarterback? And if they go on this game, and I say this play extremely well, like, that gives the, the, the fans, that gives the, the, us on TV something to talk about. Like, wow, maybe the Jets are for real. If they go in that game and they look bad, they don't look that good, it's like, yo, man, what are we, what are we talking about? Do we waste our time? <laughs> Do we think that we was going to be something he's not? So I think this game is so big because you have Aaron Rodgers and you have that Jets team where they have a great defense. All they needed was a quarterback. Jay, you won a Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers, so you take us to break. Many, many years ago. Let me Will, that's all good. What are your expectations for Rodgers week one? Mm, be honest. Ooh. Um, my expectation is high for 12, and the reason why is I'm trying to figure out where this pass rush is coming from without Novon Miller over there. So I, I, I mm. think, you know, the question mark was this offensive line. I think the Jets are really, really lucky to open up with them without Von Miller and have to deal with that with, with trying to shuffle and figure out what they're going to do with the offensive line, finding pieces. So I think Aaron Rodgers will have the time. I think they will run the ball well. But if I know Aaron Rodgers, AR8 now, he loves making impressions, mm -hmm. right? And he knows how big this first impression is in New York, right? So... I remember when we were down in London, 
He always wanted to play in London, but obviously the Packers season tickets being sold out, they never wanted to give up a home game, right? So even though he did not play well against the Giants, right when I see him, he said, man, I'm trying to throw for six touchdowns. This is my first time that the London fans get to see. Like, that's how that's what he said? That's, that's what he said to me on the field. So I know week one, opening up at the crib, Yo, you want, he wants his first impression to be big. I think he will have a big game. I'm, I'm saying the least, folks. Very quickly, what's more important, that the Jets win or that Aaron Rodgers dominates? Jets W. Oh. Jets, Jets W. Fascinating. Well, Aaron Rodgers has won eight consecutive Monday night games. Hey, college football fans. This is RJ Young, host of Fox Sports' number one college football show. The biggest names, the biggest games. The theme is we do it big on this here thing. Please subscribe on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, let's get to first in 10, family. You have waited far too long for this Friday show because football is around the corner, and it was last night. Chiefs, they were missing all pro. Travis Kelsey and defensive superstar Chris Jones. They couldn't get it done against the Lions, losing by one point. You saw that drop by Kadarius Tony right there. BB took it all the way back to the crib, and the Detroit Lions found a way to get it done. Eight dropped passes last night as the Lions held on for the win. Joy, this game, it brings forth a lot of questions, and we are so excited to have you all watching. Y'all could be watching any show. You're watching, guards. Let's dive into it. Was it a good Lions win? Or, no Chris Jones, no Travis Kelsey, eight drops. Was it a bad Chiefs loss? Break it down for us. Well, like you said, the Chiefs were favored. Mm-hmm. So Vegas didn't care that Vegas Kelsey knows. wasn't there. Well, they didn't know last night, but they didn't care that Chris Jones wasn't there and Travis Kelsey wasn't there. They still thought Mahomes, Andy Reid, they're going to get it done. Now, of course, they didn't account for those eight drops. But, of course, this is a great Lions win. I don't like to get into the details of, of injuries. There are always going to be injuries. Chris Jones, obviously, is not an injury. But you're not always going to have all of your players available. You're not even going to have all your coaches available. Things happen. We saw over the mm-hmm. past couple years. There's been games not coached by that coach. It was COVID or whatever. So I, I'm not going to take anything away from what the Lions did in this game. That is the game that the Lions usually lose. True. They tried to. They tried to. Yep. They tried to. We were sitting there. They definitely did. Lions Here come the Lions. Lions. <laughs> Here go the Lions. And I know Lions fans felt the same way. So, no, it's a great win. You don't, you don't have to blow somebody out in order for it to be a yep. great win. And I don't want to hear about Travis Kelsey not being there. And he was missed. He was missed. And we're going to talk about it. But that's a great Lions win. It's one of the best wins they've had in a long time. They should feel great about it this morning. No, uh, no. She, Joy's right, for sure. I mean, that was, a, that was a real win. And I was happy that they won this game just because – Obviously, I want Andy Reid and the Chiefs to win. Yep. But I was happy to see that the Lions, they've been on this borderline of they're getting better, they're getting good, but they don't win. No and we've seen a lot of times in the past where they get close to winning a game and they'll lose. This Lions being Lions. No doubt. Right? Lions being Cubs. Anyway. But, <laughs> but the cool thing is, like, watching that game, even seeing some of the younger players from the Chiefs, the young wide receiver core, they're going to be better, though. Right, and, and they, they didn't show a lot because they dropped a lot of balls. But I think that's just when you have a guy like Travis Kelsey not there. When you have a main target, everybody can feed off of him. Mm-hmm. Compared to now, when them lights are bright, there's no there's no main target. Yeah. Now, when we need that third down, it's you, it's you, it's you. Now I know uh, KT, um, Kadarius Tony, get a tough game. But let me remind everybody, this is a really really good player. Last year, he helped his team win a championship. Mm-hmm. He got the ball in space, diff- did different things. Now he missed a lot of time in training camp. I think that's why his his timing wasn't there. I hand coordination wasn't there. He missed a lot of time in training camp. But I think next week and the week after that, we'll see him get back to his regular self, catching passes, main guys miss helping the offense out.
Yeah, we got to give the Lions and Coach Campbell credit, right? Yeah. Because like you said, we were all, all four of us are sitting there watching the game like we just waiting for the Lions to Lions and make that one mistake, right? And this right here lets you know this football team is taking that next step. It was so many close games last year mm -hmm. that if they make the play, they win the ball game, and they were not making the plays. Mm -mm. Last night, they made the plays to win that ball game. I know that interception for a touchdown was a drop, right? Yeah. But they still got to make the play. Mm -hmm. Detroit usually does not make those plays. When they went down and were winning 7-0 and then the Chiefs came and they responded, scored, and got the ball back and scored again, I'm like, oh, yeah. You know what I mean, Lion? But the Lions stayed in it. Jared Goff did not make any, any well. stupid mistakes. They ran the ball well. This is a great win for the Detroit Lions. The confidence that should be in this locker room and in this coaching staff that we can win these close games. And if this is the best, and I know two of the players wasn't there, but if this is the best, the Super Bowl champions, the Detroit Lions should feel real good about themselves knowing they beat the, they beat the Chiefs. I, I love this Friday show, getting to celebrate football. Phenomenal win by the Detroit Lions. To put in context of us continuing to use the phrase, the Lions will lie in. The Chiefs were down by one point. Seven minutes, six seconds left in the fourth quarter. Patrick Mahomes got the ball. We all knew how it was going to end. Yeah. Mahomes was going to go down, score, game over. Okay, it didn't happen. Surprise, surprise. The Chiefs go three and out. Patrick Mahomes gets the ball again. Down by one point. Two minutes, 30 seconds left in the fourth quarter. Okay, we know how the game's going to end. Y'all, can we start cleaning up the house? Yeah. We good? Can I turn it <laughs> off now? It didn't happen. Surprise, surprise. Once again, the Chiefs went four and out. The Lions didn't, in fact. Lion, I can't guarantee that we would believe in the Lions if they win that game. But I could guarantee we would not believe in the Lions had they lost that exactly. game. And because they won that game now, I believe I can continue to put some stock mm -hmm. in the Lions. Again, no Chris Jones, no Travis Kelsey. That's where the conversation will now pivot to because, Shady, you won a Super Bowl with Chris Jones. You won a Super Bowl with Travis Kelsey. You know just how talented those two players are, yes. two of the top 10, top 15 players in the National Football League, a first ballot Hall of Famer, and Travis Kelsey. They weren't present. Nope. Who did the Chiefs miss more, though, big dog? Wow, that's, that's, ooh, ooh, that's a good question. God dang. It can't be a tie, right? No. Can't be a tie. I'm going to go with Kelsey. Okay. Just because uh, the defense played solid, mm -hmm. right? But offensively, they didn't have no real spark. Yeah. Other than that real, like that long drive they've had, they didn't have no real spark. And I think Travis Kelsey's the type of guy where, yeah, the play, they might cover him up, right? Everybody's covered. He's going to make the, the difference. He's going to find a way yeah. to get open. Yep. Right? And they, they say creating a play after the play. Mm -hmm. And that's when the play snap, boom, okay, they cover it. Now, what else are you going to do? Kelsey's the best at that. And also, I talked about it um, yesterday was, was how Kelsey and Mahomes, when I got to the Chiefs, I didn't see a connection like that until I got there. I'm like, oh, wow, they're in sync. Mm -hmm. He uh, Left eyebrow up, he knows what that means, and they give you that look. Um, Detroit played a lot of man coverage yesterday, yeah. and I, I noticed that when teams play man coverage, Kelsey kills that. Yeah. That's the thing, he kills that. And now you add the other pieces to it. Well, the thing is, they didn't have Kelsey. So they played, man. And mm -hmm. you seen Pat a lot of times in the pocket, like, dang, where I go? Where I go? Where I go? And that's because he didn't have Kelsey. I think if Kelsey was there, we'd have seen a lot of difference from the role players and also with the offense. It's got to be Travis Kelsey for me. Mm. Yeah. Eight drops. Oof. Mm. And it wasn't just that they were dropping the ball. They're crossing each other, looking confused. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Yeah. yeah. That never happens. They looked unprepared. Mm -hmm. Like, sloppy, not like they had good communication. And these weren't all guys that weren't in the building before. Mm -hmm. So the drop-off from your number one guy to your number two guy can't be that big. Yeah. And, and it was a canyon. Massive. Massive. You felt it. So there was confusion. There was, there was nobody. There was no go-to guy. It felt like nobody really stepped up. 
Yes, they were obviously still in the game at the end of the game. It's not like they got blown out, but that's not going to work mm-hmm. all season long. Yep. That's, that's just not going to work. And, and it was confusing to see them look like that because they never look like that. Mahomes frustrated. He's yeah, I've never seen that frustrated. Like I've ever. never seen him that frustrated, and rightfully so, because it's, yeah. it wasn't on him. He's putting the ball there. So, to me, this is, this is obviously on Kelsey. Now, look, they, they, did run, they ran the ball well, Detroit did, mm-hmm. and you imagine that wouldn't have gone so well for them and may have made things more difficult on their offense if Chris Jones was there. But to me, the, it was a glaring drop-off without Kelsey there offensively. Yeah, I mean, you can't go wrong with either of these dudes. Of course. But right. from watching the game last night, even if Travis Kelsey is – in the offense, you're going to need those other dudes to make plays. Somebody's going to have to make a play, right? Eventually, Travis Kelsey is going to be doubled. Somebody's going to have to make a play. I think that will get fixed. I think Tony will make those catches. I think Sky Moore will make those catches. I think that stuff can get fixed. What can't get fixed is Chris Jones not being there. Mm -hmm. And that is why I'm saying Chris Jones, because when you watch that game last night, you have four pressures and zero sacks, Yeah. right? And, yes, you could look at it from the big point of view. Well, they only gave up 14 points. The defense did well. They don't have a closer. Chris Jones, the Chiefs usually give up points. But when the game is on the line on the defensive side of the ball, you need a closer. Mm -hmm. And the reason why I bring that up, because we talked about it last night at the house, fourth and 25, Mm -hmm. two minutes and five seconds left, Three timeouts with the two-minute warning, four timeouts. You cannot tell me if Chris Jones is there, they do not punt that ball. Yeah. James, let me, let me build on your point for a moment. It's fascinating. We talk about Chris Jones a lot. I want to help educate the viewer at home. If you are a linebacker, a secondary player, if your defensive tackle isn't there, you have to overreact. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like if a quarterback is playing without LaShawn McCoy. If you realize I don't have a running back that can get me five at any point in time, you have to change the game plan. When I was watching, if I may, when I was watching the game last night, I was looking at the linebackers, James Jones. I was looking at the linebackers, Joy Taylor, and I want you all to look at these three players and I will show you two plays. Now, who are the three players in question? Look at these three. One, two, three. Those are the linebackers. Because Chris Jones is not present on this running play, they're like, look, we have no Chris Jones. We got to get there right now. There's no defensive tackle to make the play for us. So watch those three players. They are screaming downhill. Detroit Lions, they're not going to do anything. Chiefs think, oh, congratulations. Chiefs win. But now I will show you another play later in the game. Look at the three linebackers once again. One, two, three. They have to come downhill aggressively because Chris Jones is not present. But here's the problem. See, when it's a pass play, now you're in a dilemma. Because if y'all can see this blue line right here, the line of scrimmage, well, now you have one linebacker, two linebackers, three linebackers at the line of scrimmage on a pass play. So what does that do? There is nobody in the middle of the field. When Chris Jones is not present, linebackers have to overreact. Andy Reid has to overreact. The whole game plan has to change because of the absence of that big body. Obviously, Travis Kelsey is a right answer. It's not like Chris Jones is the right answer. But it was fascinating watching that game saying there's such an adjustment without Travis Kelsey. Eight drops? Eight drops? Such an adjustment without Chris Jones. It's just like, man. Even with the drops... Like some of them, some of them drops were on third downs, mm-hmm. where where they're not going to be the guy that's getting the ball on third down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. So, yeah. so yeah. He, he, now I have to do more contest, contested catches now compared to Kelsey. That's been his role. And then as, as a role player, it's funny. Like watch that game, like man, if, if Kelsey is there, the type of confidence in the offense is way different, mm-hmm. right? Like in the huddle when he's there, all right, third down. Hey, bro, you you, you got us. Cool. All right. Hey, if he's not there, Pat, hey, I'm, I'm there for you. Compared to now, there's no guy to the left saying that. 
I guess I'm the guy. Yeah. All right, Pat, I got you. Where that's not even your role because you never did that. And these lot of these dudes are young. I'm just thinking about myself being a, a young player in the office with Donovan McNabb. We had all these other guys. I'm like, man, they coming to me? Yeah. Compared to having a guy that's already done it and I'm following his footsteps, it'd be a lot easier. And so that's what, all them drops, I don't yeah. think that you, you see as many drops if Kelsey and, was and there. And that's a really good point because it's the same thing on the defensive side of the ball. We talked about it. If Von Miller's out there, you know, hey, two seconds, the ball got to be coming yeah. out. <laughs> if Aaron Donald is there, you know, hey, two, three seconds, right. the ball got to be You got a time clock secondary. It was zero pressure. Yeah. It was zero pressure. So them DBs know, man, we got to cover five, six seconds. Yeah. That's different. You can't guard nobody in the National Football League for five, six seconds. I don't care who you are. Charles Woodson, Richard Sherman, Darrell, six, seven seconds, you can't guard nobody. Right? So with no pressure there, right, it hurts everybody. The linebackers, you just showed really good tape of the line. They know we can't stop the run with these front four. So I got to be screaming downhill to be able to stop this run, and that's when play-action pass, pass happens. When Chris is there, sometimes they're able to stop the run with their front foot. Joy, quickly, all things considered, you and I were on the same side yesterday. Travis Kelsey should not play. He wasn't healthy enough. He was begging the coaches to let him play. But now we have the new information of the fact that the Chiefs actually lost. Still the right decision? Cam second-guessed the decision? Don't let, like, no regrets on Kelsey not playing? No. In fact, I feel even more strongly that he shouldn't have played because he got to get healthy because they need him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a really good way to look <laughs> so at don't it. Don't risk it. You, you know what it looks like now for sure. So you, you, you did the right thing. Make sure he's healthy.